What's going on, everybody? Hey, it's Friday, and we are getting back onto the air. And on a week where most of the national media has spent their time focusing on the Super Bowl, um, we just we just haven't. It's been a weird week in that way. Um, so we'll get to all of that coming up. And I, I think today we're going to really focus in on the Super Bowl. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. The website is sevenmilecasino.com. I would invite you to Seven Mile Casino this upcoming weekend if you haven't made your plans yet for the Super Bowl. So um, here's what I can tell you. That on Saturdays and Sundays, Seven Mile Casino, which has Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, which is Sammy's Woodfire Pizza, inside the casino, they have this great brunch. I mean, it is, I've only been there one time, but it's awesome. So if you're thinking, because the game's a little bit later, I think the game kicks off somewhere in like the 3.30-ish range. If you're thinking about a brunch, or maybe you're thinking about what you're doing for dinner, or where you're going to watch the game, some people like to multitask while watching the game. You want to sit there and play poker or blackjack or pie gal or table games? You can do it. And I've mentioned this to you before. Look, there are a lot of great giant casinos, hotels, concert halls, killer pools, etc. That is not what Seven Mile Casino is. Seven Mile Casino is a card room. It's where you play blackjack, poker, table games. And it just so happens that Seven Mile Casino has this amazing restaurant right there inside. Only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. If you're a player, you come to Seven Mile Casino. Their website is sevenmilecasino.com. Okay, so today is Friday. We're pulling into this weekend. I always like to remind everybody, if you're looking for cannabis products, our place is Tory Holistics, okay? Now, there are lots of other spots around San Diego County where you can buy cannabis products. In fact, if I'm being honest, I hear some of these other places advertising on the radio airwaves of 1090. Our place is Tory Holistics. You can go to Tory Holistics in Sorrento Valley. You can go to California Holistics in Chula Vista. Or may I just make one small suggestion, which is have it delivered. Just have it delivered and use our promo code FLOWERS23. Order online, have it delivered, use our promo code FLOWERS23, you save 20%. So whether it's pain management, sleep issues, or you just want to get baked, Tory Holistics, California Holistics, <laughs> FLOWERS23, that's our promo code. Okay. I thrive MD. You're going to eat your fat face off all weekend long as I am as well. Okay. Especially on Super Bowl Sunday. Then what are you going to go for? Are you going to go run a marathon? Okay. You're going to go ride your bike a hundred miles. I thrive MD is helping people all throughout Southern California lose weight without drastically changing their diet. Although it happens on its own because you can't eat as much. Um, and you don't have to all of a sudden increase your exercise like you're training for the Mr. Olympia competition. You can eat what you like, probably going to eat a lot less of it, and you don't have to train like you're getting ready for an Ironman, and you can lose weight. Alex is proof, 37 pounds, 37 pounds, and you're saving $200 a Eight. month, 38 pounds, and you're saving $200 a month in the first three months, $299, $299, $299, jumps up to $499. Hey, good luck. Lose a whole bunch of weight in the first three months and get out. I Thrive MD, 858-240-1497. Penske San Diego, you're thinking about a new car, buy, lease, whatever you prefer. Penske San Diego has a whole new buying experience. You do it online. You go to their website, PenskeSanDiego.com. They have 12 dealerships around the county. They represent nine brands. They've got over a thousand cars, right? Cars, trucks, SUVs, et cetera, certified pre-owns. And everything is right there on the website. You can have cars that you're interested in waiting by the time you get to the dealership you test drive, boom, 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 you're in and out. It's not a long, complicated process. It's actually quite fast and quite easy. 
PenskeSanDiego.com. And just last thing, I want to thank everybody who's already been buying the Athletic Greens through us. When you buy Athletic Greens on athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan, you get five free travel packs. You get the vitamin D, the one-year supply of vitamin D. You get this beautiful box that comes and it's got the, the canister for your refrigerator. It's got the bottle for you to shake it all up. And you, you just, listen, you're going to feel great, energized, clear-minded. You're going to, your bowels are going to be cleaned if you got an issue. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. Let's get healthy together. Make sure you hit that website and, and buy through us. Okay, let's get going. It's, it's the Friday before the Super Bowl. Let's do it. Hey, great friends. We're just getting onto the airwaves from the Seven Mile Casino Studios. It's Kaplan and crew, and you know what today is, right? Yeah. It's Friday! Friday! Woo! Ah, Friday! He threw in a woo and a wah, Browner. What do you think of that, Browner? Same as I always do. Same as I always do. What's up? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to y'all. I got to get this thing fixed. This thing's looking gross these days. It, your mic does look absolutely disgusting. It does. It does. Seriously, it looks like you've spit Big Macs on it. Uh, You know, I'm not really wanting to go the road of the Big Mac, but yeah, it looks like I've definitely spit a lot of breakfast on this thing. Maybe really? some lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So, fellas, today is Friday before the Super Bowl, and I must tell you guys, this is a strange experience for me as someone who always goes to the Super Bowl and goes to Radio Row and uses that week as a convention to see everybody in the sports radio industry, which, I mean, I, I guess there are times when people go there looking for jobs. I will tell you this, in 2001, the Giants were playing the Ravens in the Super Bowl in Tampa. I was recently unemployed at that time and I flew to Tampa and I stayed with a friend just to go and hobnob and talk to people uh, who, and I was trying to find a job, true, truth story. And I was driving into at the time Raymond James stadium for media day and my phone rang and it was a guy by the name of Rick Scott. And Rick was back then he was kind of the best known sports radio consultant in the industry, meaning he would work for radio stations to find them the best talent. And so Rick called me and he said, Hey, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm driving into Raymond James stadium. I'm about, I'm about to go to media day. Cause I'm going to kiss people's asses and look for a job. And uh, again, remember this is 2001. I'm about 31 years old. Not even at that point, I'm 30 going on 31. And um, he said, Hey, I think I have the job for you. And I said, Oh, really? He said, yeah, there's this radio station in San Diego called Extra Sports 690. And I went, bro, you don't have to tell me about Extra Sports 690. I love Extra Sports 690. When I was an undrafted free agent kicker with the Chargers, training camp was at UCSD. And when I would walk out to the practice fields every day, Extra Sports 690 was sitting in the stands doing broadcasts. You know, it was Steve Hartman and Philly Billy Werndell back then. And I would walk out to the field going, I don't know, man. I don't know if I like being down here on the field. I think I might be you know, more about being up there with those kinds of guys. And so in 2001, 
he said to me, there's, there's this guy there. His name is Billy Ray Smith. They love him. They think he's great. He's a former Charger player, and they really need somebody to drive that show, and I'm recommending you. And so later that afternoon, I was on the phone with Billy Ray for the first time, and before I knew it, I was flying out to San Diego, and I guess here we are in 2023, 22 years later, and the rest is history. But I will just tell you guys that as much as I've always gone to the Super Bowl and Radio Row because it's a you know it's a convention in this industry, um, this year I just didn't feel like I needed to be there. And as a listener, okay, because now I'm driving around and I'm listening on Sirius Satellite Radio and I'm listening to uh, Mad Dog and that channel and every guy who comes on, the interviews are interesting. I heard this morning Adam Shine, who I like, and, and he was interviewing Sean Payton, the new coach of the Broncos. And while I like the interview and I'm curious about the content, the promotion of every, it always starts the same way. What are you here for? What are you promoting? Hi, Nate Burleson. Tell me what you're promoting. Oh, I'm promoting this liquor company and blah, 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 blah. And then, so as a listener, I will tell you that I don't really love it. Um, and I kind of feel like for all these years, I've done it because it was the thing to do in the business. But as a listener, I don't love it. And I'm kind of glad, Grande, that we just made the decision not to go this year because it's the same stuff. No matter what you're listening to, it's the same stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And I didn't listen to a lot of Jim Rome this week <clears throat> on 1090. I don't know if you guys have caught any of Rome, but I haven't listened to a lot of Jim Rome this week. And Jim's still there and he's still pumping it out. But I'd read an article earlier in the week about how the content sucks, but it's the convention. That's why everybody goes. So here we are. It's been a crazy week. Haven't talked a lot of Super Bowl. And I don't know about you boys, but I'm ready to get into the Super Bowl today. How about you? Eh, not yet. <laughs> I, I do give the Eagles and the Chiefs players a lot of credit into not giving us anything to talk about. The only thing that I have found interesting from the Radio Row Super Bowl uh, theme is the nonstop bitching and crying from san francisco 49er fan or 49er players my god has a team ever been more just i don't know what the word is that i can say on the radio but my god it starts Sensitive. with a b Sensitive. it starts with a b they're being little bees my god dude they are crying so much on every radio show that they can possibly cry on about, about what, what happened to them about what about how they would have beat the eagles if if either of their quarterbacks didn't, if our if our offense had the chance to shine, last I checked, last I checked, your quarterbacks were there, but you couldn't protect them, and you got them both hurt. Correct. That's the last thing I I saw. I saw you putting your quarterbacks in harm's way, and they both got hurt because you couldn't defend the Eagles' defense. But tell me more about how you were going to expose them as long as Brock Purdy was healthy. That's the only thing that I've actually noticed from Radio Row, Scott, honestly. Take it to next year, man. Nebo Samuel, Christian Your McCaffrey, favorite. Brandon Ayuk, and the kicker. Shut up. All of you. Well, Debo said it like in a minute, so because that's all that's all he's got. Right. But, yeah. 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 Yeah, I have been seeing and, and hearing and reading a lot of these reports from the 49ers. Like, I get that you're upset because you didn't put your best product on the field. I get it. You know, your your starting quarterback at the beginning of the season, Trey Lance, got hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo was there to pick it up. You were lucky about that. He got hurt. Brock Purdy, no one, not John Lynch, not the coach at Iowa State, 
not, not Brock, Brock Purdy. Purdy. Right. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody thought Brock Purdy would be able to do what he did. And by the way, in doing what he did, which was going undefeated until the NFC Championship game, the guy who got all the credit was Kyle Shanahan, who people said, well, he can do it with anybody. He doesn't need a star quarterback. He can literally do it with an, a, a seventh-round, Mr. Irrelevant, third-string quarterback who's a rookie. Kyle Shanahan can do it with anybody until Josh Johnson got into the game, who was a fourth-string quarterback, who's a career, this is an NFL term, career journeyman, meaning he's never really been a guy who elevated to starting level, a guy who's in his late 30s who, you know, we all knew him from his USD days back when he was playing for Jim Harbaugh. It, when it got to Josh Johnson, you found out he can't just do it with anybody. And Josh Johnson wasn't a guy who'd been with them all year. He didn't know their whole playbook. He had never practiced. He didn't have any chemistry with any of their players. You can't just do it with anybody. And then when Brock Purdy came back into the game, my man had no ability to throw the ball, which is why he's having all this offseason surgery. It's going to take him six months. So I understand the Niner players thinking we lost the game, but we never had our, our guy, any of our three guys, frankly. We never had that opportunity, and we would have put on a better show, and maybe we'd be here. But they do come off sounding like a bunch of little biatches. Yes. Yes. It's just, it's one of those things. I understand feeling that way. I really do. Obviously, if you're a Niner fan, you feel the same way. But it's not like Brock Purdy got hurt in some, like Nick Bosa got hurt, right? He got he got hurt on the sideline during a punt return. Like, you know, that was a fluke, random thing. Brock Purdy got hurt because you cannot defend, is it, is it Reddick? The, the, the defensive end for the Eagles? Like, they, you, they could not defend that guy. He had four sacks that game. When Josh Johnson comes in, he got the first play of the game, his first drop back, he gets sacked. You could not protect your quarterback. That's part of football. And to say that you're going to expose this Eagles defense, you didn't do it. Look, man, you can sit around and complain about all you want. Use that as fire to come into next season to drive y'all to be in that position to be in the Super Bowl next year. The, getting hurt more than any sport is part of football. It's baked into the game. Like, your guys are going to get hurt. The next man up theory was born in football. And you literally had the next man up be Brock Purdy and excel in the system. So shut up. Like it kind of makes me quiet. Sell kinda, some rough. Kind of sours me on the entire Niners season because I was I it's an, an incredible for accomplishment them. to even get in to yeah. the NFC championship game with the third string quarterback, going undefeated with the third string quarterback. Like, and then now just to just complain and, and cry and then just say these things like the Eagles aren't anything. Jalen Hurts is going to get exposed. It's just like, I understand that you're hurt, but man, to be such sore if, losers if you're on a, say, such a public national stage, you know? If you're going to say Jalen Hurts is going to get exposed, y'all had the best defense in the NFL. Chiefs ain't going to expose them. Who's going to expose them? Where's the exposure going to come from? That was your job. You were supposed to stop him from scoring. Yeah. You were supposed to expose him. He was more hurt playing against you than he will be hurt playing against the Kansas City Chiefs. So I don't understand what exposure are they going to cause that your defense, was, was, which was said to be the best in the NFL at the time you played them, couldn't do. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, the Niner players working Radio Row – Kvetching to everybody that uh, that they could have and should have and would have, et cetera, et cetera. It makes me root more now for the Eagles 
You know, I um, I knew as soon as the Super Bowl teams were, you know, once I knew it was Kansas City, Philadelphia, I knew who I was rooting for. Um, I'm not a Philly fan. I got a lot of friends who are, and 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 I'm not even rooting for the for the Eagles because I got all these Philly friends. I'm rooting for the Eagles because I'm not an Andy Reid fan, and I, there's just so much hype around Patrick Mahomes. By the way, worth all the hype. Last night, named the MVP of the league. Did you guys watch the NFL Honors show last night? No. No. Can I go off on a tangent? Please. Real quick. Really, really quick. It's 2023, last I checked. Yeah? Yeah. And we're still tape delaying live events. We're still tape delaying live events. So the East Coast gets to watch it at 6 o'clock Pacific, but I have to wait till 9 o'clock to watch this thing, which I didn't even want to watch. And I'm not, I'm not even upset about not watching it. I'm upset at the fact that NBC... NFL are still tape delaying things because you want me to watch NBC nightly news instead. Yeah. What are we are doing? You, are you upset because you didn't have the option to watch it, even though you yes. want to watch it anyway? 100% correct, Browner. Fair. I would not have tuned in, but the fact that I couldn't tune in made me mad. I, I just, I turned on Apple TV last night and uh, this is probably around like nine something PM. And I see that it says, um, you know, NFL honors show. And by the way, um, Again, I, I know we haven't been very Super Bowl-centric this week, but I didn't even know it was on last night. And I was also like, wait, this is on NBC? Why is it on NBC? You know, like, like I'm surprised. I mean, I understand it's not a, why you wouldn't put it on the NFL network because not everybody in the world is going to be able to see it. This is network television. But I, I was confused. Like, Fox has the Super Bowl. I didn't know NBC had the honors. And I'll tell you honestly, like, the honors themselves, <clears throat> they don't do much for me. Like, Finding out who's going to be the MVP or the offensive player of the year or the rookie of the, all these sorts of honors, they don't really do much mm -hmm. for me. And I know this is kind of like their Grammys. If you who hosted the show last night, if you guys know, cause I literally um, watched like 30 seconds. I didn't watch a second of it. Uh, when I saw she was hosting last week, it was Kelly Clarkson. I was like, why the hell is Kelly huh? Clarkson hosting this thing? And then I found out it was on NBC and I was like, Oh, they're promoting her show. Well, that, and also if you're the NFL, um, having a female, who's got her sort of following, you know, you know, you're getting the football guy. So yeah. you don't, you don't need Jamie Foxx or Kevin Hart. You don't need, you know, comedian male guy. You need female who has a female following because now you're trying to attract a, a wider range other than just the pure football fan. If, but here's, here's the one you, thing that came out. Clearly Clarkson's audience was going to watch that. Then, you know, you're probably not familiar with Kelly Clarkson's well, audience. well, I, I'm I'm not, so I'm going to tell you, I'm not familiar with their audience. But what I am familiar with is the NFL and their um, desire to attract more and more and more women to the game, which yeah. they've done a great job of, because you know they've got all this data that tells you um, the the breakdown of male versus female fans. So I understand why they would use Kelly Clarkson, her affiliation with NBC. What is is her daytime talk show and NBC talk show? Alex, is that what we're we're saying? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So look. By the way, I got 2.5 million viewers last night. That's not impressive at all. That's toilet for them. It's not impressive at all? Is it? No. For them? For the you, NFL? You think that's impressive? Not a game. For yeah. the NFL. You think that's impressive? Well, I, I would think you'd have to you'd have to compare it, it to other everything, things. It beat everything on Fox. It beat everything on ABC. The only thing it didn't beat was, I guess it's CBS's big night because they had Young Sheldon and Ghost beat it. Well, listen, I got to tell you guys. I don't watch one show on network television 
So when you say 2.5 million people tuned in to national NBC last night for the NFL honor show, my initial reaction is you just heard it was that doesn't sound impressive to me at all. If you would have told me, Hey, look, 10 million people saw the NFL honor. You're like, wow, that's a, that's a pretty big number. But I would have said it sounds about right. I mean, don't, don't, didn't you have the numbers earlier in the week, Alex, about, or maybe it was last week about how many people tuned in for the AFC and NFC championship games. Now I'm not about to tell you that on Thursday night, the NFL honors is going to compare. But if I said to you, look, there were a hundred million people that watched the AFC championship game and 2.5 watched on NBC on Thursday night in primetime, the NFL honors. I still think that sounds like a small number. And then to tell me that it beat Fox, I, what's on Fox. I don't know. Still 2.5 million for me. That's like, Oh, for a, for a manufactured award show from a, a, a sports league. Yeah. That's pretty damn good for me yeah. when you put it into context. Yeah, I, it sounds like a very small number to me. Um, I think because people are so, like you just said, you think NFL and you're thinking at least 20 million for everything they do. Yeah. But this is a a a awards ceremony hosted by a singer. So here's the thing. Of, of all the uh, announcements and awards that were given last night, MVP, mm-hmm. uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, uh, coach of the year, et cetera, et cetera. And Alex has put it up on the screen. You had Patrick. Go ahead, Alex. Take us through who won the, the major awards. MVP, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year, Brian Dable, Coach of the Year, uh, Garrett Wilson, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Sauce Gardner, still Deion Sanders, Sauce Gardner, Defensive Rookie of the Year, and then Geno Smith, Comeback Player of the Year. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, those awards are nice. Good for them. Congratulations. Mazel tov to you guys. The one award that locally impacts San Diego sports fans is that Don Coriel, the former legendary coach of the Chargers, known as Air Coriel, uh, most people think he's one of the all-time great innovators of offense in the league and somebody who really changed the passing game of the NFL. Don Coriel finally, finally, finally goes into the Pro Football Hall of Fame with the likes of a Rondé Barber, who was part of the Buccaneers Super Bowl team, Darrell Revis, who was considered at one time the best defensive back in the NFL. Um, Joe Thomas never played on anything that resembled a win in Cleveland, but he was considered the most dominant offensive lineman of his era. Zach Thomas, who I absolutely loved as a player, but mostly because he was a six-foot, 250-pound linebacker that no one ever thought was going to be any good. I mean, he wasn't like some first-round draft choice. He had a great career with the Dolphins. And then there was one other player there on the bottom right, but you took it down from the screen, who was DeMarcus, oh, DeMarcus Ware. Ware. And DeMarcus Ware had a great career for, for the Cowboys and the Broncos. Air Coriel, Don Coriel, I'm going to say one thing. It's wonderful. And I know old-school San Diego Charger fans are super happy about this today. It's wonderful that Don Coriel finally got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. On the other hand, it's shameful that it took this long that the man is dead. I remember being at his funeral. Um, at His funeral took place at Viejas Arena at San Diego State. And it was like half closed off, like curtained off. It was not like 50,000 people. It was, a, it was a much smaller number than you might have thought. His granddaughter, her name, uh, Lonnie Coriel, we used to call her Hair Coriel. She was an intern for 1090. 
back in some of the earlier days. And grandpa was Air Coriel. Granddaughter was Hair Coriel. She had this big blonde hair. Very cute girl. She was a cheerleader at San Diego State, as I recall. It's wonderful that Don Coriel got in. Guys like Hank Bauer are celebrating today. Uh, guys like Dan Fouts, rightly so, are celebrating. Kellen Winslow and everybody that was part of that team, you should be celebrating. You guys fought for years to get Don Coriel into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The only thing is, it's wonderful that he got in. It's shameful that he got in after he died. Many, many, many years, by the way, after he died. So uh, congratulations to the Coriel family. Still a lot of people here in San Diego with uh, family ties and fans who uh, who always for years wanted to get Don Coriel into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And frankly, I never thought it was going to happen. Well, they changed the format. And I guess he didn't have to go up against uh, players anymore. It was a different category. So he kind of got in that way. However, I don't know how they it's just they, the shame. Specifically it's a shame. It took so it's long. A, it's a lightweight class. I'm not impressed by this. So class. lightweight. Devin Hester couldn't even get in. Yeah. It's a lightweight class. Right. Bet, if Devin they, Hester was they, in they, it, it would be a heavyweight they, class. They missed, no, um, no, no. If Devin Hester was in, he would just have been the most important person in the class. That's gotcha. all. Gotcha. All right. Let's That's do all. this. It's Friday afternoon. We're just getting started. Zach I want everybody Thomas. to stick around. We've we've been talking about everything other than the Super Bowl literally all week long. Let's spend Friday talking Super Bowl. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. SevenMileCasino.com is the website. What a place if you're looking for to, to hang out and watch on Sunday. Seven Mile Casino, only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. We're back in just a second. Hey, great friends. It's Friday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew along with Grande and the Brown Man. And we do, as always, come to you from the Seven Mile Casino Studios. SevenMileCasino.com is the website. Seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. That's Seven Mile Casino. And if you're looking for a great place this weekend to have brunch on Saturday or Sunday, have a nice dinner this weekend, uh, watch the big game, play cards, Seven Mile Casino, that's your spot. So, Alex, I'm, I'm curious, before we uh, jump back in to uh, all the Super Bowl stuff, so today's Friday. Uh -huh. For anybody that has uh, not had COVID, uh, or or I'm going to say there's a little public service-y kind of stuff, where are you today now that you're negative, but yeah. you're – how many days are we talking about from the time you got the positive test to where we are today? Today's day 10? Mm-hmm. You're negative, 10? right? Yeah. You're good there. Yeah. But how are you feeling? Like, are you like, would you say you're back to a hundred percent? No, but I don't know if it's COVID related or what the hell was yesterday? Why was it 80 degrees out of nowhere yesterday? It was awesome. Yeah. What do you mean? What no, do you no, mean? No, it, was mean like, it was freezing in the morning. So I'm very sensitive when it comes to like allergies and, and weather changes. So I'm just like a little, you know, whatever. Outside and, right now is what you paid for. Yesterday was yeah, what you paid yeah. for. Don't you, like dare, that, don't you dare question that. I think because of COVID and because of the, the very rapid weather change, there's some stuff still in here. Like my right ear hurts. Yeah. Yeah. My mucus is still there, but I'm, I feel fine, but I don't sound fine and still have mucus. You problem. Yeah. You need to get out in that air then. Don't, don't Bro, blame I've been the out air. so much. That's stay the, out. I've been taking advantage of it. <laughs> we out here. Yeah. We staying out That's here. Right. Out Suck here. it up. Yeah, Fuck that yeah. Air up. Hey, you guys, it's funny you say that because last Saturday, so, you know, five, six days ago, whatever, 
when I woke up in New York City, Ooh. it was the coldest day <laughs> of the year in Ooh. New York City. Ouch. And I mean, it was like minus 15 with oh. the wind chill. And Browner, you know me. I'm, I'm a tropical brother. There you know? I, can, I can relate. Because even the week before I left, I was starting to say to you guys, I may have to leave San Diego. It's too damn cold here. You know, I was freezing. So I go to New York last Saturday. And before I left, Alex had already tested positive for COVID. I was starting to feel like maybe something was not right with me. I kept getting negative COVID tests, but I was coughing. I was that guy on the airplane, no mask, coughing the entire flight. Oh, yikes, man. But at least I'm going to cover my face, cover my, my face with my arm, my hands. Ne- were you sitting next to people? I was sitting next to two people, and I had like a little bit of a lean like this way. I would like have a been little so bit mad. of a lean. Yeah. Ah! So mad. Right. They never said a word to me, but I, I will say this. I've been that guy, two... but on a 45-minute flight to Sacramento, not across yeah. country. But the two guys sitting next to me, though, there was a little sniffling and coughing. They, they had something to going on, too. I don't know about that. But so Saturday... I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to rest, but it's freezing. So I put on everything I had, man. I put on pants and wool socks and I put on, you know, sweatshirt and undershirt and, and a jacket. And then I had a big giant wool, uh, trench coat and a hat and a neck warmer and gloves. And I mean, I was going out to, for like an hour freezing, right? Um, Sunday, all of a sudden in New York, it was 50 degrees. It was like a nice fall day. You know, um, I went to a buddy of mine's house that evening and I, I still kind of coughing a little bit. I'm hacking up some stuff. I still have a negative test. He gives me a glass of red wine. I take one sip of this red wine and all of a sudden I can feel I'm not going to have a voice Monday, uh, like no voice at all. Tuesday, a little bit of improvement Wednesday, a little more yesterday, a little more today. I I'd call myself at about 75%. I went this morning to Carlsbad to my uh, ear, nose, and throat doctor. Oh yeah. She took she took uh, the camera, stuck it up my nose and down my throat, right? And she looked at my vocal cords and she's like, "Okay, here's the deal. Your vocal cords are fine. Your issue is you have a cold, and the stuff from your nose got down into your throat, and that's why you're having this experience." And she gave me these products. You got to check this out. Hold on. Yeah, because I kind of want some. Even oh, dude. It wasn't prescribed for me. Tell me what dude. you get. Dude. She gave me this product, which is some sort of a thing that you stick up your nose mm. and like you blow up, your, you blow up your uh, nose right here. She said, this one's really easy. I don't know what it's called exactly, but, uh, the nasal it's mist, called, it's called Neil med nasal mist, uh, saline spray, extra strength, you know? And so you stick this, uh, stuff up your nose and you blow so it I up got, your beak. I got a mucinex nasal spray. Which mm-hmm. is like provides instant relief, but I also yeah. feel like it clogs your nose longer, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like I'm deviating my septum because I use it so much. This this I product, don't know same, if that's the same thing. Th- this product, same brand. She actually told me I have to go to YouTube and watch a video to see what to do. And she goes, and I recommend you do it in the shower the first time so you don't make a massive mess. Yeah. So what you do is you take like hot water and then they give you salt. And then what you do is you take it and she's like, and then you, you stick your nose, your, your head to the right. And then you start sucking this thing with your beak. Yeah. And the whole time you're supposed to pant like a dog. I swear to God, this is what my doctor told me. You're supposed to be like, huh, 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 huh. and the reason for that is, is so that you don't let the stuff go, go from your, your nose throat. down your throat. 
you want it to go up your left nostril and out your right nostril. And then when you're done, you stick it up your right nostril and it comes out the left. Dude. But, huh, 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 huh. And I got to go. I got to go watch a freaking YouTube Dude, video to stuff, learn how to use this stuff. You might throw up because the stuff that comes out of you when you do those things, I've done that before. The, you didn't even know was in there. You didn't even know you could store Like, where do you store the stuff that's going to come out of you? It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. Mm. Everything that you feel in your throat and in your nose right now. Yeah. You do mm -hmm. that thing. It's all going to come out. So I, I, I've never, I've never heard of doing it in the shower, but I kind of, now that I think about it, I like that because I've done it over a sink and it's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. I cannot stress enough how disgusting you're going to feel knowing that that stuff was inside you. Ugh, you make, you make me want to throw up right now. Yeah. It's Ronnie, you want to borrow this after I use it? You want to get, you no, want to, no, no, you sure? No, no. A little saline. No. Have you seen those commercials? Where they no, got, like, no, this, I'm like, like little teapot looking thing with two two holes and people mm -hmm. stick it in their nose and they just like yeah I've seen that thing yeah. that's basically the same thing except that thing actually has like a container to catch all the stuff coming out of your nose mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's the same thing in theory what y'all doing to y'all self man y'all in that bad of shape y'all got to do all this clearly that's you know if, if 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 this were just me telling you guys this stuff brown would be like man y'all white people is crazy the fact get... that I got a brown brother here who's listen. willing to, uh, to you know, kind of take up for me a little bit. Listen, listen. Mama can't put Padilla, it on just the whiteies. Mama Padilla is a big believer in just boiling water and a ton of salt and just, like, like gargle it. She's like, that'll fix yeah, everything. Yeah, that'll help your throat. Yeah, yeah. it'll clip your yeah. throat. Shout yeah. out. But as soon as that salty water touches my tongue, I start gagging because it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been okay. able to do it. And she, she swears by it. And I'm like, dude, as soon as it goes in there and it touches my taste buds, I start yakking. Cause it's disgusting. Yeah. That and castor oil, dude. I've had to. I've been unfortunate on the side of a lot of uh, wives' tales that will heal you. Some of them work though. Some of them work. The salt water does work. Castor oil actually does work. Um, I feel like if Linda, I've had jigs all like over my body. Apple cider vinegar would fix. Well, you. somebody told me. Um, somebody, one of my uh, when I'm playing L.A. Cap. John Ireland, who calls the Laker games, who has to deal with his voice, you know, uh, should he lose it? He said, if you take hot water, honey, and apple cider vinegar, and you get it as hot as you can possibly get it, and then you gargle with it, that oh. is that is how you uh, how you get your voice back. And I just wish I could remember. I, I feel so bad. It's kind of like, you know, like when you're if your grandparents die, and and like you have stories from your grandparents, but you can't remember the details. Dick Emberg, God rest his soul, used to have like a, a a thing that he would do if he ever lost his voice. And I I I can't remember the details of what Dick used to used to do. So anyway, um, all right, listen, I don't want to gross anybody out or Too maybe, late. Yeah, you know what, maybe uh, I don't want the ultimate the, the ultimate Mexican remedy is very simple. A little vapor rub all around your nose. Yeah. Put it, put it on your chest mm -hmm. and then put it under your feet and then put mm -hmm. some socks on. Good yeah. Good to go. Good to go. Yeah. And a little drink of seven up. Good to go. Yeah, I remember my mom when I was a little kid. If I were hacking it up, man, she'd come into my room. She'd rub Vicks Vapor all over my chest, mm -hmm. you know, put it some under my nose. I never got the feet thing, though. The feet? I don't know me neither, but I, I mean, I did it when I had COVID, and I didn't feel any better, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and by the way, I'm so yeah. Mexican that I did not know it was Vicks Vapor Rub until I moved to San Diego because... All Mexicans call it Vaperu. And I had no idea it was the same thing until I was like 20 years old. Did you think it was like Victor's? 
Yeah, I uh, thought it was Vaparu. like Vic's, I, I heard Vix Vaparu, but I never put Vix Vapor Rub <laughs> together. Like it never crossed my mind as a child that it was the same thing. And I'm like that when I moved out here, <clears throat> you know, I had to buy my own stuff. And I was like, you know, that looks just like Vaparu. That has to be very similar product. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be like a really similar. Like, but I'm at Vons. There's no way they have Vaparu here. It's like it's a Mexican thing. You got I got to go to like some freaking little corner market in like Chula Vista or something. And yeah. my mom's like, no, it's the same thing. Like, oh, dude. Blue my you think it was freaking like, mind. Because Vix is like V-I-C-K-S. Yeah. Did you think it was like Victor? Like Victor's Vaparu? Like Beeks, like Beeks, like B-E-E-K-S or something like that. I yeah. don't know. I had no idea what I thought. Because, you know, you're a kid. You live at home with your mom. You're not going to buy your own medicine. Your mom buys the medicine. As, right. And and as soon as I moved out here and I, I got sick, I was like, oh, I need some Vaparu. And I like Vaparu. went to the store and I saw Vapor Rub. I was like, is that? Yeah. D- dude, the, the moment... Like I swear, like the shine of light hit my head of the realization that it was the exact same thing that I grew up with. It, it crazy to me. Crazy. I know. I, sometimes you just have those things from your parents. Like my mother, she had this really strong Brooklyn accent. And if she was going to stir something, you know, like in a drink, she would use a stirra. Mm-hmm. A stirra. So I remember I was on a plane one time. I was probably about 21 years old. And I'm like, um, can I get a stirra? And, and the, this flight attendant said to me, she was, excuse me, a what? And I was like, a stirra. And she's like, well, I, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, you know, something to stir the drink, you know? She's like, oh, a stirrer. Yeah. Yeah, a stirra. Honestly, like, I mean, stirra sounds like a, like a, it was a Jewish word. Like, you know, like, like, uh, it sounds like a real word. Yeah. Stirra. Yeah, stirra. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right, listen, let me, uh, let me get us back on track here for Super a second. Super Bowl so talk's last- going great. Yeah. So last night at this NFL honors, okay, Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP of the NFL. And listen, I mean, if if you want to seriously have a a strong debate about who should have or who got snubbed or Mahomes didn't earn it. I mean, listen, go, go find somebody to argue with because yes, there may have been other guys who had phenomenal years, but are we really going to argue about Patrick Mahomes being worthy of being the NFL's MVP? He had another monster year. He led his team to another division title. He's brought his team back to the Super Bowl. And I don't know when they all vote on this, but based on what he did in the AFC Championship game, given what his ankle was and how he was limping around and the plays that he made, I don't have one issue at all with Patrick Mahomes winning the MVP. But I will say this, as someone who is rooting for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, it bodes well for Eagle fans because if you look back historically at guys who've won the MVP the week before the Super Bowl, in advance of the Super Bowl, it has not necessarily gone so great. It's kind of like the Heisman Trophy. You know, guy wins the Heisman Trophy, loses the national championship game. It's kind of like that. Because when you look back at a list, Alex, you could take us through this, of guys who've won the MVP but then lost the Super Bowl, go for it. The last, excuse me, the last nine reigning MVPs who have played in the Super Bowl have all lost. 2001, Kurt Warner. 2002, Rich Gannon. 2005, Sean Alexander. 2007, Tom Brady. 2009 and 13, Peyton Manning. 15, Cam Newton. 16, Matt Ryan. And 17, Tom Brady. That's incredible. 
And and just by the way, um, is this just a list of um, like has there have there been any guys who who've won MVP and then went on to win the Super Bowl? Maybe, but this is just the last nine since since the turn of two thousand. So okay, so the last nine guys to win MVP have gone on to lose the Super Bowl, including most recently you said in 2017, which was Tom Brady. Yeah. I'm thinking back now on that list. Matt Ryan, the uh, the huge comeback by the Patriots over the Falcons. Cam Newton not diving on the ball, losing to Peyton Manning and the Broncos in Super Bowl 50 in Santa Clara. Um, Peyton Manning back-to-back. So I'm trying to remember Peyton Manning. He lost one in Denver and lost one again in Indy. Lost uh, again in Indy. They lost to the I want to say the Saints, and he went to the Super Bowl in Denver, and they they lost. I don't remember. Looking, I remember them game. beating Carolina. I remember the Broncos beating Carolina because I was there for that game, but I don't remember the Broncos going to a second Super Bowl with Peyton Manning and who they lost to. Are you sure? Looking it up right now. Just I would think, check. yeah, because the um. The, I, when Peyton Manning first got to Denver, I remember a game, an AFC divisional round game, where they lost. They lost to the to Seahawks, the, forty-three to eight. Oh, they got smoked by the Seahawks. That was that was Russell Wilson's first Super Bowl and Pete Carroll's first Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. I got that. Yeah, I remember they lost yeah. the one. I just couldn't remember. Yeah. I have a terrible Super Bowl memory. Very, very terrible. Like if you tell yeah. me Super Bowl two thousand nine, I'm like, no, oh, I don't know. Sean Alexander going back to two thousand five. I gotta think that that's the Steelers. Seahawks against the Steelers in Detroit. Super Bowl was in Detroit that year. Rich Gannon in 2002 uh, was playing for the Raiders, and the Raiders were here in San Diego, and they lost to the Buccaneers. Talked about that earlier in the week when you were gone. That is the only Super Bowl since I started watching football that I did not watch. I missed that game. Why? I was in high school. I was a junior. I had a job, and I couldn't get out of not working on Super Bowl Sunday. No TVs wow. at this job. Yeah. What'd you do? What'd you do for a job? I worked at a place called Warehouse Shoe Sale, which I thought was only in Oxnard, but now I see some in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And I worked in the ladies department. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Was there any business that day? And there was ladies there <laughs> buying heels and whatever <laughs> else, or other shoes they were buying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was That's empty. Very funny. It was really empty, but there was just no TVs in there. So didn't I- I'm trying to remember back the uh the Rich Gannon's that Super Bowl 2002 here in San Diego. The uh, that was the Gruden took over the Buccaneers Super mm-hmm. Bowl. John Lynch won a Super Bowl for the Bucks in his hometown. Didn't a Raiders and, uh, lineman go to TJ and get lost and yeah, hammered or what, something like that? What was that guy's name? Um, gosh, what was that Raiders lineman's name who went to Mexico the night before? Barrett Robbins and Garrett Robbins, Barrett, Barrett, Barrett mm-hmm. Robbins. And then that, um, I remember going to that Super Bowl game and I because. You know, it's so rare to have a Super Bowl even played now in a stadium that's outdoors, like everything has a dome on top of it. That Super Bowl, as I recall, uh, Gwen Stefani, or maybe it was no doubt, played the halftime show. And it was right in the middle of the day. You know, like like halftime was probably like, I don't know, 4.30-ish. It was bright and sunny. And um, and she was out there, at, you know, in the middle of the field. Whereas now everything is so domed, you know, even in this this Arizona Super Bowl will be yeah. domed. Next year in, in Vegas, it'll be in a dome. I'm very much looking forward to Rihanna's halftime show. I really am. Brown, uh, Brown you looking t- forward to that? No, not really. I'm not a big fan of Rihanna's music. She's got like two songs. I know one of them she's not going to do because Kanye West is not allowed around any large crowds and microphones anymore. 
Yeah. So can't they get somebody to play the Kanye part? Know, I don't know what, what song is that? Dude, it's crazy. Uh, run the town. I was I was very surprised at this. I don't have a graphics. So let me look it up real quick. Um, at the odds of who's going to make an appearance with Rihanna, mm-hmm. Kanye is a lot higher than I thought he would ever be. According to Vegas, no Kanye, chance. And I agree with no. you guys. I didn't even think he would be on this list. No I was like, chance. there's no way. I don't even think he's allowed in Arizona. Like the NFL's got like a, a freaking border for him around the state, probably. Um, Jay Z's a favorite at minus two twenty five. Calvin Harris, yeah, that's a given. She has a bunch of hits with Calvin Harris. He's mm-hmm. uh, Drake. Her her no. ba- her baby daddy ASAP Rocky's plus two hundred. They don't have any songs yeah. together. DJ Khaled is plus two hundred. We Ken- the best music. He'll Kendrick be Lamar's plus two fifty, but I think he was there last year. I don't know if he'll do that again. And they don't have oh, same with him. Eminem. Here is they, Kanye, he might be there. Kanye in the everybody middle. from the three one three. Put your hands up and follow me. They're yeah, not sing that song dude. With Kanye you. So? is in the middle of the list at plus four hundred. Wow, those are terrible odds. There's no way Kanye is going to perform. There's no way. There no two chance. people. There's two people I know won't show up. Chris Brown and Kanye West. Those three. two people. Will... Janet Jackson. She ain't got no songs with Janet Jackson. No, but I'm saying they're not going to show up. I mean, Beyonce and Coldplay don't have any songs together, and they all played together. Can, can you put That's up the true. Rihanna prop bets for us? Let's yes. take a look at these, these Rihanna prop bets. So, all right, will Rihanna expose a butt cheek on stage? Yes, easy. <laughs> Done, yes. It's minus really? 300, dude. Is that, her, is that her thing, Browner? She likes to show her butt? No, but she. No, I mean, you could wear, like, she's booty well-shaped, shorts, right? and, yeah, and she yeah. just had a baby, so she's trying to show people she still got it. Okay. Uh, will Rihanna expose cleavage on the stage? Cleavage in this picture. Done. Next. Dude, she wore this to the press conference yesterday. Yes. Next. Next. Yeah. Uh, will Rihanna use a phone, tablet, or computer? What's that all about? No like idea. As a, as a prop or something, part of her show. Okay. Um, and the last one, what do you got there? Uh, will Rihanna pull a Janet Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> no. And show a nipple no. on stage? No. Yeah, dude, I was on her Spotify yesterday, and I was. She's got some hits, bro. I'm pretty excited. I was. She I does. was on her like this is this is Rihanna Spotify set list. She's got a lot of songs, man, that that are very recognizable. Very, very recognizable. What's her number one hit? Like, is it because I only think of like Umbrella, Ella, Ella. That's one of them. A, I mean, she just. A, 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 I would say like, under my umbrella. Hey, are you going to just keep doing that? Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll probably say Umbrella. Uh, Umbrella's got one. One billion downloads. Run this town. We found love over one billion downloads. Love Love on the brain over a billion downloads. All right, let's do this. Let's let's jump into a few more of the prop bets. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. This is Kaplan and crew. We're talking Super Bowl on Friday, finally. Hey, great friends, you got plans this Sunday? Uh, I want to just remind everybody here at the halftime of the show that DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook, is the official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. They've got all the bets you want, all the prop bets, all the information you're looking for, and new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. And I just want to invite everybody every day, including today, Friday, between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern time, Go on to DraftKings Sportsbook, use the app, and find out what prop bet is going to get boosted, okay? Because they're doing these happy hour super boosts where all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings happy hour super boost. Now, I will tell you this. In California, I got it. 
It's not legal. Okay. We, the, the vote failed, but around the country, if you're in a state that allows for legalized wagering, you need to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use our promo code Great Friends. New customers bet five bucks on Super Bowl 57, they get 200 in bonus bets absolutely instantly. So go to DraftKings Sportsbook, use our promo code Great Friends. There is a minimum age and there are eligibility restrictions. All of that is down below in the show notes. But I just want to say to everybody in California, which is most of us, all right, because we know, particularly on YouTube, it's San Diego, Irvine, Los Angeles. Uh, Riverside County, Las Vegas. We know where you guys are. Even if you're in a place where you can't legally use DraftKings to bet, I still want you to download the app and put it on your phone and use our promo code GREATFRIENDS because that's how the show gets to tell the DraftKings guys why we're a great place to advertise because you guys are, are downloading the app. The DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the promo code GREATFRIENDS and good luck, everybody. Let's get back to the show. Hey, great friends, Friday afternoon, Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. And we're coming to you from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. If you're just getting with us, we were talking about Rihanna's halftime performance uh, coming up this Super Bowl Sunday. And we were talking about the prop bets that are available on Rihanna. Like, will she expose a butt cheek? <laughs> will she expose her cleavage? Um, will she use a phone, tablet, or computer, I guess, as a prop during the performance? And maybe will Rihanna flash a boob, uh, Janet Jackson style? So we were talking about Rihanna's prop bets, but Alex, let, let's yeah. jump right in right away here. Sure. And let's let's talk about other prop bets that are available. And by the way, this will just give me one second to mention everybody listening on radio, YouTube, audio podcast, and, and even television. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, which is the official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, Please download their app and use our promo code Great Friends because that's how they know who's downloading. They know how many people are downloading the app based on our recommendation. And the thing about the DraftKings Sportsbook app is every day this week, including today, Friday, they're having this happy hour thing. So from 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific time, they put out more and more and more prop bets. So if you're watching on YouTube, there's all kinds of you know eligibility restrictions and age requirements and things like that down below on YouTube. But for everybody else, just do us the favor of downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They are the official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. Use our promo code GREATFRIENDS, and you can follow along on all these prop bets, even if you can't make actual wagers in the state of California. So that turned out to be a convenient thing to uh, to promote right there as we get ready to look at some of these prop bets. All right, take us through some of these, Alex and Browner. Let's you and me re react. Yes, sir. So had your tails. Tails. Four of the last five coin flips have been heads. Interesting. Uh, all change. the more reason I would go with tails then. I'm with mm -hmm. Browner. So Gatorade color bath, always the favorite. Uh, orange is the favorite this year. Other. I'm going with other. Yeah, I would go with other too because I always feel like like red. Um, they do have blue and they have purple. Mm -hmm. Yellow, yellow Gatorade must be like the original kind of snotty green color, right? Yeah, it was green. You're correct. It was green. Yeah. I still I still will say I like the original green Gatorade. Like if you said to me, what Gatorade do you want? In order, I would probably say the green, then the orange. And they got this weird flavor now that I never would have tried on my own, but somebody gave me one and it was cucumber. really good. Yeah, cucumber. Very yeah. good. Oh, it's the best. It is the best of me. It is the go-to for all Mexicans. As soon as they came out with Pepino, oh my God, it's refreshing. It's delicious. It's amazing. Yeah. Delicious, man. Yeah. So yeah. I, I 
I, yeah. I was kind of thinking that when I said it, you guys might be like, ew, no way. No, no. Yeah. No. When I the saw two... that thing, I was like, Pepino. Oh, yeah, buddy. Let's do it. Yeah. Cucumber I know people Gatorade that... fire. <laughs> I know people that use it as a mixer now, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like Ooh. a cucumber, sugary, like tequila, tequila and like a, like a tahine rim kind of thing. I've seen it. Okay. Well, I've tried know, it. Like a lot of, a lot of bartenders and, you know, a lot of custom cocktails will now use cucumber, you yeah. know? Yeah. Or like, or like if you go to some place and they've got like a big water jug, like a hotel lobby, they've got cucumber in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If this I love matters, cucumber. If this cucumber matters, the new guys, lemon. The Eagles dumped lemon lime on Nick Sirianni for the NFC Championship. Still they did. Huh? So the yellow, still I'm going, assuming. Still yeah. going. Still okay. going with other. Yeah. All right. What's another prop bet? Uh, let's have some fun here. Let's see. Opening kick, touchback. Yes or no? Hundred percent yes. No. It's indoors. No. I think yes. There's no win. Why do you say that, Brown? What makes you say that? Because I think the Eagles have a plan. If if the Eagles lose the kick, no. If Wait. They, if the Eagles if the Eagles kick or if the Eagles receive. If the Eagles kick, no. If they receive, yes. What do you think the Eagles' plan is? You you know something about their special teams game plan? I don't think that they believe that uh, uh, bringing Patrick Mahomes out to the twenty-five is something that they want to do. I think they want so to try to think... pin him as much as they possibly can. Mm. Sky Moore disagree. also a pretty good okay. returner. Okay, we'll see. I just I just think every NFL kicker now is like eighty-five percent uh, with touchbacks, and I think when your juices are flowing like that, mm-hmm. unless it's a designed Most... shorter right. kick or a, a, right. a or a directional kick. Most teams have been doing that. A lot of not most most a lot of teams are doing that now. They're kicking it to like the two on purpose to try to get them in between. To come out, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think the first one though. I think I like I like touchback. Uh, time of the national anthem. Chris Stapleton, country singer, mm-hmm. probably best known for Tennessee whiskey, is the singer of the national anthem. Over under Don't two know. minutes and two seconds. Don't know who he is. I'm gonna go Tennessee over. whiskey. Um, that song, Browner. You probably heard it before. It's like, like sweet. Yeah, yeah, right. Strawberry whiskey. Yeah. 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 Nah, fam. Very good song, Browner. No, fam? Nah, fam. Nah, fam. I mean, it's one of those country music songs that, like, that one and, like, um, like, uh, what's the one where, uh, uh, oh, gosh. It's like, um, Hootie and the Blowfish guy, Darius, uh, Rucker. What's the name of that song he has? Um, and I don't even know that it's his. I, his, he may do a remake of it. You guys know it is his. Well, I mean, if that's how you know it. Yeah. What's the name of that song? Um, gosh, I got to think of it. Darius Rucker, top hit country music. All right, forget this it. It's normally where I come in, but I'm not going to save you this time because I'm looking Why something not? else up. Why not? I'm Why trying not? to remember who sang the national anthem for the Eagles-Niners game, and it was like a very, very famous, very famous woman who is very good songs, but she was Aretha awful. Franklin. No, 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 no. It wasn't Aretha Franklin. I'm trying to. Gladys By the way, the, Dar- the, the Darius Rucker song, uh, Wagon Wheel. You guys know that song? Yeah. No. How's did, that go? You did all that for Wagon Wheel? Yeah, Wagon Wheel. Um, Anita gosh, Baker. I, I, we're talking about five different things. I know we are. But Anita Baker yeah. sang the national anthem for the Niners Eagles, and it was brutal. Apparently, brutal. Apparently, she did that because she's a fan of uh, of um, Jalen Hurts. They, they actually said it was a favor to Jalen Hurts. Wow. Yeah. Jalen Hurts dropped a line this week. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that's deep, dog. What do you say? Because he's been talking about all the haters that have been kind of coming out, of, like the 49ers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he's and he said something like, I don't want to butcher it, but I'm pretty sure it went like, I've had a purpose long before you've had an opinion about me. Ooh. Bro, that thing, I was like, damn, dude. Even he was like, 
even he stopped after he was like answering. He was like, "You guys like that one, right?" <laughs> it was yeah, pretty deep. Dude, that was pretty damn deep, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Brown, that wagon wheel song is like wagon wheel, wagon wheel. <laughs> yeah. Everybody what? knows what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. What? It goes like wagon wheel. It sounds like a nursery rhyme. Wagon wheel, Gosh. Darius Rucker. <clears throat> Yeah, come on. You guys have heard this song a million I've times. I've never heard this song once. You have heard this song. I've not heard this song. I don't you listen have... to country music at all. I don't listen to radio. I don't listen to music on the radio. I don't listen to sports. I don't I... listen to it either, but but it's one of those so songs. So how would I come across Wagon Wheel, sir? Because because it's one of those songs. I don't go to that bars that play country music. What are you doing at the bottom, dude? What are you doing? Mama rock me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mama rock me. me. Mama like the wind and the rain. Rock yeah, me, mama, mama like the south train. Hey, mama rock me. Yeah, rock me, mama like the wind and rain. Rock me, mama like a southbound train. Yay! Come on, Brown. You never heard of it, and you never heard of the Tennessee whiskey song either. Nope. Did you know? I mean, a black I'm not man, a country music you know, fan. You know, a black man invented Jack Daniels. Black man trying to do his thing in this world, baby. You feel me? Give him <laughs> credit. Do. Give him credit. Uh, what Super else Bowl are we MVP. Mahomes, Hurts, Kelsey, AJ Brown, or the field? Mahomes. Now, hold on a second. These are easy for me. These are very Mahomes? easy. Mahomes. What if? Mahomes. What if? Let me ask you a question. What if the Eagles win, though? I mean, is is saying Mahomes is the MVP an assumption that the Chiefs win? Yeah. Yeah. There's no chance that they give it to the losing guy right they don't do that right anymore. right and the thing is it would be very hard for travis kelsey to win because let, let, let's say travis kelsey has a monster him. game right. right exactly if travis kelsey, kelsey gets like 200 receiving yards and like three touchdowns he ain't gonna win it well right but like travis kelsey let, let's say he has a really big game unless he his catches are short and he makes all these spectacular runs on his own mm -hmm. otherwise if he has three touchdowns they're giving it to Mahomes because Mahomes is the guy right. who gave him the ball. Right. Cooper Cup did win the MVP last year. True, true. Because the system. No, get out of here! God, it's been so long since we heard the, the system won that. The system won that MVP, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm talking about. Bebop, Bebop won that, man. Bebop, yeah, Bebop, Bebop won that, man. Let's okay. take a look at Cooper Cup's numbers last year for the Super Bowl MVP because I don't remember it. Uh, I don't either. Um, so forgettable. So forgettable. Eight for so ninety-two and two touchdowns. Probably because Stafford has two picks. That probably didn't help him. Because who had two picks? Stafford. Yeah. Uh, right. The number. Let's just find it. This is a good one. Jersey number of the first player to score a touchdown over under number eleven and a half. What's Travis Kelsey number? Eighty-seven. Over, but you got what, AJ Brown, AJ Brown, seven, eleven, Smith, number six. Yeah, uh, all the receivers of the Chiefs, I believe, are like nine and ten and one I'm going over. You get close, it's going to eighty-seven. And all the Eagles running backs are like twenty-four and thirty-six. So I like Brown. It sounds like you've uh, you've made your mind up that that the Chiefs are going to win this game, and all, all the all the you know the prop bets. You're going with everything Chiefs related. I mean, listen. I can I can get to the I can get to it if you want me to, but I'm going I'm, I'm going down the list like everybody else. All right. Well, let's wait until the final segment of today's show to make our actual picks. All right. Keep going, Alex. These are pretty boring. 
the rest of these are pretty boring, but uh, you mean pretty boring. Like, hit me up with them. Let me hear what they are. Football, very football. Uh, total points in the Super Bowl over under 49 and a half. Um, do you guys over. think that the, you know, I, I also oh, want to, I, I know, I hope oh, it's a super man, high scoring game, is. not super high scoring, but so I want to see some defense play. I, want, but I don't I want, want it to be I like Chiefs Rams in the LA Coliseum on Monday night. I want 55 right. to 52. Yeah, I think the thing is though, is that generally, I think. The way it kind of goes is everybody's super nervous before the game. Now, that probably benefits the Chiefs because they've been there twice. Correct. Before. But if you're tight before the game and, you know, it kind of takes a quarter to get loose, you know, then all of a sudden you get to halftime and it's 10 7. And you got you a know? long halftime longer than you're normally used to. Right. But then everything explodes, especially late in the game. And if you have a low scoring first half, and let's say, let, let, hypothetical, it's 10-7 at halftime. Or it's 17-13 at halftime. Um, that's not low scoring. 17-13 is not low scoring. But if it's 10-7 at halftime, you're, you're, you're like, oh, man, they, they got to explode. And then it gets to, like, the second half of the fourth quarter and everybody's just throwing the ball all over the place, letting it all fly. I, I, I want to take the over because I want it to be a really high-scoring game, but I don't know about that one. Yeah. Also, don't see the Eagles throwing it all over the place because they need the run game to, to make their pass game work. And Jalen is a big runner, too. So Jay, uh, And they, they would like to try and control the clock, too. Mm -hmm. This probably tells you all you need to know. Jalen Hurts over under touchdown passes, one and a half. I'm over. Gonna go, I'm going to go over there. Over. Yeah, I'm going to go over there also. Total number of Patrick Mahomes completions over under 25 and a half. Way over. You think he's really going to complete over? more than 25 passes? 30 to 35. How many did he complete in the AFC Championship game? Do you have any idea? No. That's a lot. Uh, to me, that seems like a lot for the Super Bowl. I, I think that he's going to throw 50 that, times. To me, that's, that says that the Chiefs are trailing. I think he's going to throw 50 times. Uh, Mahomes I, I, went – well, Mahomes went 29 of 43 in the AFC Championship. Yeah, I, I think he's going to throw about 50 times. I think I think they're going to score. I think the Eagles are going to score. I like their offensive attack, I like their weapons a lot. I think there's going to be scoring in this game. The question is, when will the scoring start? I think the Chiefs are going to jump out ahead because they've done this a couple of times. I think this is going to be Jalen Hurts. It's going to be a little slow out of the gate. But I think he'll get his legs somewhere in, this, in the second quarter, and they're going to score. So I think there will be points. I think there will be okay. points. All right, what, what else Hassan, we got on prop bets? Hassan Reddick going to record a sack? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, he's, he's been, been – you, you mentioned that he had four in the in the NFC Championship game. It was two. Four okay, pressures. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, look, the bottom line is, you know, they Purdy got hurt early. Josh Johnson, not exactly the most mobile guy. Um, so, you know, Reddick put pressure, but I, I'll tell you this, and this is, we'll get into why we're picking who we're picking. But when you really, really look at the Philadelphia defensive line and you look at the number of sacks that their guys have recorded, and then you look at how deep they are on the defensive front. I wonder if they're going to be able to do some things to Patrick Mahomes that nobody else has really been able to get him to do. But let me ask you, let me ask both of y'all a question. Hmm. In this particular game, not in the games they play, in this particular game, will sacks really be that important? Because I don't think they will, because he's going well, to be throwing the guys, ball a lot. Well, both guys are coming in injured, and they can tell you that they're not that injured. But watching them in the championship games, you could tell both of them were not 100%. That was two weeks ago for one of them. The I shoulder know. injury, I think, is a real thing. The, the the foot, I think he's. I don't think high ankle sprains go away in twelve days. I don't either, but yeah. I think and treatment he was, and support. So to, I think the reason I bring it up to answer your question, yes, I think a sack could be a 
big part of the game. And if I was a prop maker, I would love to see a prop. Will Chad Henney or Gardner Minshew take a snap in the Super Bowl? Yeah, oh, that's see, a, I, that's I love, I, I would love bet. that. Yeah, I would love that prop bet. Yeah, I really would. And I would, pro- and I honestly, just for the sake of taking the bet, I would probably say, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Like a backup quarterback is likely to you're play at, in the game. You're looking at, you're looking at Frank Clark and Chris Jones who tore up the Bengals already butchered offensive line, and you're looking at Fletcher Cox and Hassan Reddick. Like sacks will be part of this game. This, but but here's the thing about the sacks. This particular Chiefs offense, I don't think the sacks will hurt them. The sack number might be high, but the sack numbers won't be effective because they throw the ball so well. So you can get a six-yard sack and he throws an 18-yard pass. Like, that's just the nature. That's why the Bengals were so good all year because you could sack Joe Burrow nine times. They'll still score 35 points. So I, the explosiveness of the Chiefs offense, even without Tyreek Hill. The Bengals offensive, the Bengals game ended with a Chris Jones sack. So it did, it it did, but all the sacks before that they necessarily did what to they the had Bengals? Two yards in the first quarter. I, I think if you're Philadelphia, not only do you have to sack Patrick Mahomes, you got to hit him and pressure him all day long, or at least get him I, out of the pocket because he does not look comfortable. Right. right. Uh, so, and, and I just think that if again, if there was a prop bet that said, well, one of the backup quarterbacks play, I would bet on yes. Yeah, we not not because I, I I I'm rooting for it. I'm just thinking that it, it's it's possible a shoulder injury for Hertz, and a an ankle injury for Mahomes, and in particular a really aggressive and deep defensive front for Philadelphia. I I could see Mahomes missing a little bit of time in this game. Let me ask you guys one random question. Obviously, we all want a good close game, but what is one thing you guys want to see in this game? What do I want to see? Yeah. I, I, I want to see both the quarterbacks play really, really well. That's yeah. the one. That, that's what I want to see. I want to see them both play very, very well. So I think that will lead to a good game. I, I guess what I would want to see, and the reason I'm saying it like this is because I'm rooting for Philadelphia. I want to see Philadelphia's defensive front um, make Mahomes do things that he's capable of. But doesn't really want to do like, but you know, whether it's an underhanded pass here or a flip pass, or I I would love to see Philadelphia force Mahomes into trying to make a spectacular play and it turning into a disastrous play Mm -hmm. for, for Kansas city. Cause I'm rooting for Philadelphia. I I want to see this is a weird answer. I want to see the refs not be part of the conversation. (laughs) Nope. Good luck. I'm Good just saying I really, that. really want them to just be an afterthought on Sunday. Good luck with that. Is there that. a prop bet on over-under number of penalties? I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah like coaches' yeah. challenges and things? Coaches' like, challenges. Can, can you put up the uh, the rest of the props? I don't know that we, we – take... The last one – oh, there's a few, but like Boston Scott, uh, total rush yards, um, over-under nine and a half. He's the backup running back. You have um, Jalen Hurts' longest completion, over-under 37 and a half yards. And finally, who will win the Super Bowl? All right. Well, I mean, is that really considered a prop bet? <laughs> there's a lot of uh, there's a lot. Is other this prop a big bets? game? Yeah. Is it a must-win yeah. game? Yeah. So that's uh, it's here. Here we go. What do you guys got planned? I wonder. What's, I want to see a prop bet. How many times will Mama Kelsey be shown on television? Oh, that's a good oh, one. Oh, lots. That, that's yeah. a good one. Handful. That's, yeah, handful. That's a, How many times will the broadcast mention Tom Brady? 
Mm-hmm. Um, who is it? Who's the broadcast team? Fox. It's Kevin Burkhart and uh, and uh, Greg. What's his name? Um, Olson. 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 Oh, yeah. uh, I, I would give it over three. Over three. Okay. Is the president of the United States Joe Biden? Is he expected to be there? Do we know? Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. no idea. I'm just curious. I'm you know if there's been any reports. Because in Arizona, probably not. If yeah. it was in, well, on the East Coast, probably. Mm. What are you guys doing for the game? I'm curious. Uh, I'm having some. I'm having a cousin and her husband visit us this weekend, and we're just going to be here, grilling, chilling. Because I, I don't, I don't love going to like huge parties. Because I feel like at least for our job. I have to like listen to the broadcast, mm-hmm. right. you know, just to like, I don't want to miss. I don't, I, I told Brown when you were gone, Scott, I don't know how you go back and rewatch things. I don't, I will never go back and rewatch a game. If I don't catch it the first bit or on Twitter, it's, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> so I yeah. like, I like to kind of focus in on the, on the game. How about you, Brown? I'm going to Seattle. You're going to Seattle. Yeah. What you going there for, or should I not even ask? Because it's a destination when you get on an airplane. No nonsense. That that must mean something what about one of the four cell phones. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm going to Seattle to watch the game. <laughs> is that a bar? Is it, is it a bar in San Diego called Seattle? It could be. <laughs> could be the Seattle bar. It could be. Oh, since Browner's uncomfortable right now, how about this prop bet? <laughs> if the Chiefs win. Will Andy Reid be doused in barbecue sauce after the game? That's an actual bet. Plus sixteen hundred, no minus fifteen thousand. I would go with the no because that would burn, burn your eyes. Yeah, there's a whole list of celebrities who will be shown during the Super Bowl: Bradley Cooper, Kevin Hart, Mike Trout, Matt Damon, Rob McElhaney, Brad Pitt, Will Smith, Miles Teller, Ben Affleck, Kim Kardashian, Leo DiCaprio, and Pink. All prop bets available. Yeah, there's a lot of Philly in in those celebrities that you just mentioned. Will Smith don't go out in public no more. Yeah, stick around, everybody. That's because Chris Rock might show up and kick his ass. Whoa. Um, stick around, everybody. We're in the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. We'll get to the Tory Holistics highlight of the day, man, coming up, and we'll make our final picks for the Super Bowl. This is Kaplan and Crew. All right, great friends. Yo, it's Friday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew. We're coming to you from the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. It is February 10th, and this Sunday, February 12th, it's Super Bowl time. I can't believe the entire week has gone by, and I feel like it's Friday, and we've just kind of really gotten to the Super Bowl. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's because I'm always normally there and kind of in the middle of all the mess. Um, But for whatever reason this year, this Super Bowl has had, and again, could just be me. You guys tell me, Chatlins, I know you're in the YouTube chat. I know you guys are in there right now. Has this week been like very light on Super Bowl talk nationally? <laughs> Maybe it was all the NBA trade deadline and the massive moves of Kyrie and KD. And then maybe it was the LeBron scoring title thing on Tuesday. Um, is it me or or is it is it just been like light? on Super Bowl buzz this week. What do you guys say? There's nothing to buzz about. There was literally nothing to buzz about. Like what, Le- what LeBron did and then what the trade deadline did. It, there was really not Like what more buzz do you want? Like we talked about this. We made funny of a, the commissioner's press conference. Like the best thing to come out of that press conference was uh, a, a local reporter here who my brother, I forget his name all the time, asked him about black people heading up the, uh, the desk at the NFL Network. That was the most thrilling thing that they talked about. 
But the rest of it was just kind of like, eh. You mean to tell me there was an African-American reporter from San Diego who asked the commissioner about getting more black faces on the NFL network? Uh, on the on the, on the the lead desk. What lead desk? That's what he referred to it as. I'm assuming that he means the NFL, uh, at the NFL network, people black people hosting shows. Well, I mean, just to give an example, I mean, I'm just thinking out loud here for a second. You got uh, Rich Eisen, who's been with them from the very beginning, so he's kind of mm-hmm. one of the founding guys. Right. But on that same show that Rich Eisen hosts, you got – you got Michael Irvin. Well, <laughs> you had yeah, Michael you, Irvin. There's one. You know. Oh, did you see his? You see what he's doing? No. What, what's he doing? He is suing his accuser and the Marriott for a hundred million dollars. Good. That quickly. That quickly. Good. So, so it went from Sunday he walks in, Tuesday he gets kicked off NFL Network because of the accuser, and here it is today, Friday, and he's already suing them for a hundred million dollars. Yes, because he is claiming, um. The accuser and the hotel hope to make him the next victim of, quote, cancel culture. Oh. Good for him. Good. Sue him. Do it. Good. Okay. All right. Okay. I love it. Okay. Support you, Brother Irvin. So who else is on that show? You got uh, you got Kurt Warner. You got um, Steve Mariucci. And who else is on that show? Can you remember? I mean, does anybody think about that? I thought uh, Steve Smith Sr. was on one of these shows. Um, He is. He's on an NFL Network show. Or then, okay. like, Sunday night when I watch the wrap-up show, it's Chris Rose and Maurice Jones-Drew, so black guy, white guy. Okay. Um, I mean, there's been Willie McGinnis on those shows on the NFL Network. Well, we, saw, we know what he did. Yeah, but, like, I just I, – really? So that's that's the whole thing. Maybe the guy was looking for a job. No, he already worked there. That was the crazy part about it. He's an employee. He works at the NFL Network, and his question, he said it was the same question. He asked Roger Dale last year. Roger Dale said he would look into it. And so he asked him the same question this year, and he still had no answer. Yeah, and he's probably so, like, he ain't going to fire me. What's he going to do? Right, he's like 60% of the, or he said almost 70% of the NFL is African-Americans, but yet there's no African-American representation when it comes to covering these men and telling their stories or talking about things that have happened. And Roger Goodell just basically said, well, okay, we took some of your information last year. Some of it was inaccurate, some of it wasn't, but we'll, we'll get back to you. And he was mm-hmm. like, okay, no, you won't. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know the guy, if you Jim Trotter. Oh, Jim Trotter. He doesn't work yeah. for the NFL Network, does he? Yeah, mm-hmm. he said he did. Sure. He does. NFL.com. Oh. There you go. All right. Shout out. Good, I knew I way, to, way to go, Jim Trotter. Way to go, man. Way to go. Yeah. Hey, I will say one thing. I just want to make a mention of this because we haven't gotten here yet. Um, I, I and I, I mentioned it early, but I want to just get back to it. I think if you're an old school San Diego Charger fan, you have to be really, really happy that Don Coriel finally made it into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I know somewhere Hammer and Hank Bauer is out there celebrating because I saw him post it on Facebook. I know I saw Dan Fouts last night at the honors, and I only saw it on social media. Um, The old school Air Coriel Charger guys, whether they were offensive linemen, tight ends, receivers, running backs, whatever. If if you were a fan of that era, and of course you would have been, to see Don Coriel finally make it in. While on one hand, I'm super happy for Don Coriel and for his family. I'm so happy for everybody. On the other hand, I just feel like it's such a shame that it took, because I'd have to look it up what, what year Don Coriel died. I just remember going to his funeral at Viejas Arena on the campus of San Diego State, because obviously he was also the San Diego State football coach before he became the Charger football coach. I just... It's it's wonderful 
It's great. It's recognition that Don Coriel deserved. It's just, uh, it's just sad that, that if a guy is a Hall of Famer today, why wasn't he a Hall of Famer 15 years ago? Why couldn't they have put him in the Hall of Fame when he and his family could have celebrated this? Now, it's wonderful for his family. Keep his memory alive. He'll live forever in Canton. But it's just, there's just like a part of me that can't help myself with be just a little upset with the fact that he got in, which is great, but he didn't get to, to see it himself. Alex, could you put up on the screen for everybody the class of Hall of Famers that were announced last night at the NFL Honors? Let's just go through these names real quick. Go for it. Oh, yeah, me? Yeah, Rondé yeah. Barber. Yep. I think this is like, there's modern and, and what do they call it? Like, how did Coriel get in? Like a historic or anything like that? Anyways, modern. Demarcus Ware, Zach Thomas, Joe Thomas, Darrell Rivas, Rondé Barber. You yep. also have Don Coriel, Chuck Howley, Joe Klecko, and Ken Riley. Yeah, so, I mean, Darrell Rivas, what a player. Uh, I mean, he was really the best cover corner of his generation. Rondé Barber was, you know, when you think about that Tampa Bay defense that won the Super Bowl here in San Diego, you got Warren Sapp, Derek That's Brooks. That's from that defense, yeah? Right. I think Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, John Lynch, and now Rondé Barber. You know, so that, that is that is four guys at least from that defense. Um, when you – Joe Thomas, great player. And I know a lot of people will say, well, he was never on a good team. Well, I mean, listen, Tony Baselli went in last year. We all celebrate Tony because we love him. Shorter career. Um, and I think Tony played maybe, maybe in one AFC championship game with Jacksonville. Maybe. More than Joe Thomas. Yeah. But but listen, it is uh, Hall of Fame is an individual honor. It is not a team honor. And Joe Thomas was a great player on an absolutely horrible football team. I just think that if you're going to give a guy like that first ballot Hall of Fame recognition, and there's, I mean, the metrics that they measure offensive linemen clearly weighed out for him to get the award or get the, the honor. But if you've been through so many quarterbacks and all of them keep getting sacked, like what do I mean? How well, great but, are you? Like, well, what are you, you doing? Yeah. But, but, but Browner go look at the numbers. Um, Joe Thomas, the number of sacks that he gave up minuscule versus the rest of the offensive line that he was playing with. So, you know, he was the dominant player, not on his offensive line. He was the statistically dominant offensive lineman of the entire league throughout his career. And again, that's my whole point. Like, well, let me however, ask you this. How are they measuring? He clearly well, deserved it. I just don't. That's just a me thing. I don't. Well, I don't. Zach Thomas. I mean, do, no. when you think of Zach Thomas, do you think of a guy who won a whole bunch of championships or, or played in a bunch of championships? I give that that of the group that he was with. Jonathan Taylor, far more important to have gotten into the Hall of Fame than Zach Thomas. No, thanks. Um, no thanks. Is that his name, Jonathan Taylor, the defensive end? Back? No, no, I'm sorry. The uh, uh, Jason the, Taylor. Jason, Jason Taylor. Taylor. There yeah. we go. Jason Taylor. There we go. I had the J right. I mean, listen. I was surprised when Jason Taylor went into the into the Hall of Fame, and I'm I'm a little surprised that Zach Thomas went into the Hall of Fame. I mean, two guys who played together in the Miami Dolphin defense. They were really good players, but not on a when team they didn't that, go anywhere. But but they were on Dan Marino's team, and and they were an offensive football team. You know. So that's what I'm saying. The Zach Thomas portion of this okay and that's what i'm saying it's a weak class i like the real revis i think he was a fantastic corner he was he's but a, let me ask you a question what, what what did he win i mean he played with new england mm -hmm. um after he played for the jets but i i don't right. know did, did was darrell revis on any of the uh patriots super bowl championship teams i'd, I'd really have to look back 
Darrell Reeves went to back-to-back AFC championship games on a defensive-led team with the Jets when Rex Ryan was the coach. Yeah, those uh, those games were here. Uh, at least one of those games was here like, in San Diego. He, he had a great career, and his teams had success while he was having a great career. He was great on the Patriots. It didn't work out, but he was great oh, on the Patriots. But he won a Super Bowl with the Patriots. Did he? What year yeah. was that Super Bowl? The Malcolm Butler against the Seahawks. Oh, really? Oh, the no. one that they shouldn't have won? No, yeah. Oh, Revis. Revis was on that team. I remember I remember um, the Patriots came to San Diego to play a Monday night football game. And Revis had a really nice game. I don't remember exactly what it is that he did, but he was the Westwood one postgame interview. And, um, you know, he and I talked a little bit before he came on because he, he played at Pitt and his uh, cousin or or I think it was his cousin was a guy named Sean Gilbert who I played with in college, who was like the number two overall pick of the LA Rams back in the early nineties. And he was, um, I mean, he's one of those guys. In fact, I saw somebody post a uh, thing today about the number of schools that have the most hall of famers. And it's like Alabama, USC, Ohio state. And then there's, there's Pitt um, right amongst the tops. So Revis, ask you guys a question. Yeah. You guys really care. No, um, I, I'm not trying of, to be like uh, Debbie Downer, but I think it's great for the player. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. But like for the player, but like I, I've never once had an argument about who or sh- who should not be a <laughs> I, Hall of Famer. I, 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 it's not that I don't. It's not that I care. Care. It, it's that look. If Don Coriel were not part of this class, I don't think I'd have nearly the interest up on it. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I, I'm kind of with Browner. I, I do think it was kind of a weak class. Um. I, I just don't look at any of these guys. They're, you know what it is? There's no quarterbacks. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. There's I think no it's, quarterbacks. Uh, there's no wide receivers. John Clayton yelled at me one of the I think the only time when I said the process of the the Pro Football Hall of Fame was or all Hall of Fames are dumb. Mm-hmm. I think that if you are not a Hall of Famer in your first year of eligibility, then you're not a Hall of Famer. Right. Well, so what makes you a Hall of Famer? 36 years later. Sorry, well, Doug, you know right. what I mean? Like, no, but like Deion Sanders a couple years ago. In fact, it was it was 2020 when we were down at the Super Bowl. Deion Sanders, I remember him doing an interview, and he was saying that the Hall of Fame has been completely watered down. Yeah, he said he don't want yeah, to because the they, same room as him. Because the way, they, the way they did it, and this is where Clayton got really mad at me, was they had to put a certain number of guys in. I was like, mm-hmm. why? Right. Why? Yeah. Why do you right. have to have five guys in the modern class every time? Why can't it be eight? Why can't it be 10 if they're Why all deserving? Two? Right. Why can't it be none? Like, well, I mean, because then, then then you become the baseball Hall of Fame. It's like, hey, we were going to have this big ceremony, but we just didn't elect anybody to the Hall of Fame. Right. So, but I mean, it. I mean, dude, Scott Rowland, he's yeah. a baseball Hall of Famer. The I only know, one. Right? Like, so it's just like, I think it's great for the player. If you're in, it's, it's it, you know, you're, it seems like you're set for life because you you're a Hall of Famer. You go sign autographs. You get sponsored right. by K jewelers and you're walking around radio mm-hmm. row like everybody else, you know? So <laughs> I think it's great for the player, but God, I couldn't care less. Uh-huh. All right, let's do this. Let's get to the highlight of the day, man, because I still want to get to our final predictions on the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. All right, Grande, let's do it. It's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. Highlight of the day is brought to you by Tori Holistics. Go to when you go to Toy Holistics and you spend $75, use our promo code Flowers23 and you're gonna get 20% off your purchase. We spend a minimum of $75. Flowers23, spend $75, put their net checkout, Tory California Holistics. You get 20% off your purchase at Tory California Holistics. All right. Uh, 
what do I have for you? Well, I know you guys didn't watch the NFL honors last night, but did you see the Damar Hamlin clone on stage? <laughs> Damar Hamlin, we or maybe not Damar Hamlin, showed up to the NFL honors and was recognized for being alive perseverance for being alive i don't <laughs> right, know what right. he's he recognized for <laughs> what's the uh, award for for, for uh for surviving for, for being alive uh yeah. and mark makes fun of me because I, I keep showing her uh like pictures of this dude and how i think i think it's incredible right you die on the field and she's like can you stop saying he died and i'm like wait he died though like how else am i supposed to say like the dude did. that died they on the field him they brought him back to life right so i think that it was cool to see him he's he did a sit down interview this morning with good morning america and michael strahan mm -hmm. he has been nothing but complimentary to the bills training staff one guy in particular i can't remember his name the guy that actually resuscitated him mm -hmm. giving him cpr on the field so shout out to damar hamlin and his clone for showing up last night in uh in phoenix and going to shout the NFL honors but wasn't the um damar hamlin part of the honors and i've only seen this on social media it was really also not just about him it was about honoring all the first responders that reacted the way they did to be able to do the resuscitation on the field in that amount of time, right? Yeah, I mean, because right. when you looked at that picture, Alex, Damar Hamlin is the guy at the microphone. Um, for those of you that are listening on radio, I always tell you, you got to come to the YouTube show. Everybody behind him, as far as I understand, these are the people that were on the field and they were the first responders, right? I mean, so, you know, the NFL loves to celebrate stuff like this. I mean, understandably so, by the way, but it's it's like a big to our horn. Hey, this kid died on the field, but all these wonderful people here, they were on the spot and they got it done. And uh, and that's why he said something really interesting this morning on Good Morning America. He said the guy that brought me back to life just said he's he just keeps saying I was doing my job. But it's like, yeah, but you did your job to like it's peak excellence like you showed up to work ready with the plan you executed the plan just because you have a plan doesn't mean you execute the plan in that mo in that moment in that situation none of those guys have ever done nobody in football has ever brought someone back to life on a football field before and the fact that those protocols were in place by his staff is just he's just so thankful that everybody did their job the way they were supposed to do their job and sometimes yeah. doing your job is all you need to do <laughs> like that's right, amazing but, like, but think about yeah. like if you're a backup quarterback like just go back to the beginning of the today's show when Josh Johnson entered the game in the NFC championship for Brock Purdy, he went into that game going, I don't even have to put my shoulder pads on. Really? I mean, I'm not going to play, you know, I mean, only in an unlike, emergency situation. Unlike you know? Chad Henney who came in and led the chiefs to a 93 yard touchdown drive. But even Chad ready. Henney was probably like the likelihood of me playing today, really, really, really slim. So I have to be mentally prepared and some guys are and some guys aren't. And those first responders, I assure you, nobody went to work that day going, you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to resuscitate some people, probably yeah. a guy on the field. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, just doing your job well, being a professional, kept this guy alive or brought him back to life. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out in a big way. All right. Well, At there you we go. They brought him back to life. And that yeah. is the Alleged, allegedly. Hamlin. Right. Allegedly. Uh, Tori Holistics is in Sorrento Valley. California Holistics is in Chula Vista. Use our promo code Flowers23 this weekend. Get yourself all prepared for the Super Bowl. It could be because you got pain issues and you're using cannabis products. Could be because you have sleep issues. And again, you're, that's why. Uh, or it could be, hey, it's party time. It's Sunday. We're going to have a party. Let's have some fun. And so do your thing. Be responsible. Support our sponsors. Tori Holistics, California Holistics. Use our promo code Flowers23. Okay, fellas, here we go. Browner to you.
Pick the game. Give us the score. Mm. Who wins mm -hmm. and why? Chiefs, 34-28. 34-28 Chiefs over the Eagles for Browner. 34-28. Mm -hmm. Okay. Write this down. 34-28. Any, uh, any particular reason, Brown? Nope. Like the Chiefs. The Chiefs, 20, like the Chiefs. 34, Eagles 28. Mm-hmm. Tweeting this out. It's just okay. easier to keep track this way. Okay. All right. I've been anticipating this question all day. Question. And I've been going back and forth all day. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, I, think I, I really. Where, now you're going. Just because if you're battling back and forth, I know where you're going now, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the man with the purpose before we had an opinion. I knew I'm it. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. I'm going to go Eagles. Wafflers. 27 Chiefs. 24 walk off field goal jake elliott okay not bad okay that's what i'll go with i'm gonna take uh philadelphia to win the game a uh, couple of reasons number one i've said from the very beginning i'm rooting for philadelphia i'm not an andy reed fan i i don't i just i can't stand the guy <laughs> as a as a fan okay Right, uh, right. And, and as somebody who's had to work around the, the Chiefs, I should love Andy Reid. One of the guys who's a, a long time close friend of mine, 30 plus years, Rick Burkholder, is the head trainer for the Chiefs. And I should want the Chiefs to win so that my guy Rick can get himself a, sep a second Super Bowl ring. Uh, Rick is a Hall of Famer, if they had a Hall of Fame, for the athletic trainers of the NFL. Guy's been at it forever. And so I should root for my guy Rick but I don't like Andy Reid. I don't like the Chiefs organization. And there's so much hype around Patrick Mahomes, understandably and rightly so, that I'm rooting for what I'm going to call the underdog. And I say the underdog, meaning they're not necessarily the underdog. The Eagles are actually favored in the game by a point and a half. But, but nationally, all the hype is on the Chiefs side. So I'm going to take the Eagles to win the game. I'm going to take Philly... 34, Kansas City, 31. I, like you, Alex, think this is a who-has-the-ball-last walk-off kind of a game, and I've got it really high scoring, and that's what I'm hoping for. I want very so, high scoring, and I want the Eagles to win the game. So To that's, recap, yep. Browner, Chiefs 34, Eagles 28. Myself, Eagles 27, Chiefs 24, and Scott, Eagles 34, Chiefs 31. That's right. That's right. Hey, um, I, I asked you guys what you were doing. Browner says he's going to Seattle. Alex, you say you're sitting at home watching the game. I will just tell all the great friends, I am going to be playing L.A. Cap on Sunday, and I'm working uh, up in L.A., or it's actually Riverside County. I'll be at a casino called Yamava Casino where I'm hosting a big-ass party, and for every touchdown scored, they're giving away $1,000. And I've already heard from a lot of great friends and a lot of chatlins who said they're coming. Come, bring it. Have a good time. Great food. Great Bring beer. That. You know, Yamava wants a Rams Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah, thirteen six. <laughs> yeah, right. But I, but I want a Rams Chiefs game. We got to go. We'll finish up on the podcast side. Have a great time this weekend, everybody. Peace out. All right, guys. Uh, wrapping up this week. It's been a weird week, at least from my perspective. It's been a little bit of a weird week uh, for a couple of different reasons. I mean, obviously, I missed Monday, Tuesday. I thought I was going to miss Thursday. Yesterday, thankfully, I made it. Um, we haven't been as Super Bowl centric as we might normally be. 
And so I just want to say to everybody who's listening and everybody who's watching, we appreciate you guys. Um, it's because of you and it's because of the communication that we all have that motivates me every single day to want to get back here and want to get, get to this. Um, and I'll ask you again, as always, to support our sponsors, Seven Mile, Tory Holistics, I Thrive, Penske. Make sure you're buying the athletic greens through us. So support our sponsors. Um, and everybody have a really great and safe weekend. Browner, what the hell are you going to Seattle for? Come on. Y'all yeah. take care, man. That's what I thought. Y'all take As the great Drake once said, take care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to a great weekend. And uh, on Monday, you know, typical Monday post-Super Bowl, you know, what happened in the game, what commercials, you know, won the, the all the awards or the people's favorites and so on. How was the halftime show? I mean, we'll do it. And then I'm telling you guys right now, once the Super Bowl is over, um, until Padres baseball season gets here, other than kind of keeping my eyes on the Lakers and, you know, the drama that is the Lakers, bro, um, we may be talking a lot of other just general bullshit. What's those hands, Alex? It's no respect for my Aztecs. The Aztec basketball team? UNLV tomorrow, 1 o'clock. I'll take okay. them tickets if nobody wants them. Okay. I'll take them. Shoot the text. Hey, King. I'll take hey, them King. tickets. 1 o'clock tomorrow, Vieja Serena against UNLV. I'll sign up. Sign me yeah. up. Yeah, I'm not going to. got a top that. 25 ranked program here, man. Okay. I, I've been Lakers I, are 13th place. I'm talking more assets. I'm talking fucking Lakers. I have not been on the San Diego state basketball bandwagon this year. I got to be honest. I'm sorry. I can't get behind talking to more Lakers 13th place than, than my Aztecs. That's all right. Can't I'm get behind you. that. Hey, listen, I'll tell you what I might, you do, I might do the Browner. You start Lakers. I go like this. Hey, how about this? How, how about <laughs> I did that one time. I did that one time. Hey, look, I think this seriously, like we should start on, you know, right after the Super Bowl. Let's do, you know, kind of every day. Let's get an update because if, if it's in my face, I'll I'll see it. I'll feel it. I'll know it. It's it's kind of been off on the back burner of my radar. You know? Let's uh let's get me courtside and I'll come back with a report. All right. I'll uh I'll be I'll be that's top priority for me as soon as we get out of here. Thank you so much, guy. You're I always appreciate you, King. You're very welcome. I right, listen, Seattle, we, bro. Bring me back some salmon. Yeah, we gotta go. Have Throw a safe trip, Browner. Have a great weekend, Grande. To all the great friends out there, we love you. We appreciate you. We're grateful for you. And uh, for those of you that are going to come join me this Sunday, you know where to find me. And until Monday, peace out, everybody.